0: Um, but probably the thing I see maybe the most is, I hate to say it, but um, the families, the generational families. I, I mean, there's, you know, some of this starts to get deep if people don't understand it. But there's bloodliners, and they try to keep the blood pure, and you know, they build up iniquity, and there's all kinds of crazy wow. stuff going on. And the, the thing is, is, we have to, we have to look at this. I mean, you think I want to look at it? No, I'd love to be. You know, (laughs) off on a beach or something, but we can't keep doing that because um, it's taken over our society.
1: Welcome to the Create Happy Now podcast, dedicated to helping you start your journey to discover true happiness. Join me, your host, Susan Blanton, weekly as we explore the transformation stories and words of wisdom from our Masters of Happiness with tips you can start applying today to Create Happy Now. Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast and today I have on my show Kelly Hawley. Kelly is an ordained minister and the founder and director of Warrior Bride Ministries located in Kennesaw, Georgia. Kelly and her Warrior Bride Ministries specializes in inner healing and deliverance for survivors of ritual abuse and child exploitation. Kelly has been ministering to survivors for over 15 years, including working as a director of healing retreats for Voice Today. While ministering to survivors with similar stories as her own, she noticed that the Lord was sending many who had been trafficked that exposed her to the bigger picture of ritual abuse and the lack of help available to traffic survivors and those with dissociative identity disorder, DID. After being called out of corporate America to start her own business about 10 years ago, Her heart for seeing others healed and redeemed continued to be her growing passion. In 2021, she was led to start Warrior Bride Ministries with the mission of providing biblical healing and restoration to child exploitation survivors. You can reach Kelly at her website at www.warriorbrideministries.org.
2: Well, hey, Kelly. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today on Create Happy Pet... Create Happy Now, and I wanted to introduce you to the, um, the listeners today and have you tell them a little bit more about you than uh, what we had in your bio. Um, tell us a little bit more about you, and then what, where did you start? Um, how did you get to be where you are now? Um, tell us a
0: little bit about your journey. Well, thank you. Um, first of all, thank you for having me here today, Susan. I appreciate it.
3: You're
0: welcome. And I your listeners' time as well. Um, so, how did I get here? Well, first of all, as you heard in my bio, um, I'm the founder of Warrior Bride Ministries, which does biblical healing and restoration for childhood exploitation survivors. And that kind of includes all kinds of abuse, sexual abuse, um, trafficking, ritual abuse, mind control all the things that they're doing to our children.
3: Mm. And so
0: how I got here to this place was I was the product of a tip. Unfortunately, I hate to say typical, but it's become typical um, American family, divorced parents. Um, And once the divorce happened, um, it just made made me more vulnerable because um, my mother had to work, you know, a lot of hours, which um, left me, just more vulnerable, um, and that's what a lot of um, people out there, unfortunately, are looking for. Is some and, and any more has gotten to where they're not even only looking for the vulnerable child. That used to be the case, and that still is. But now they've just become so um, brazen that they, you know, are looking for them at any opportunity they get. They have infiltrated our society on what I call all seven mountains. But, Mm -hmm. you know, through the divorce, my mother started dating, brought in, you know, a, um, the boyfriends and they started the ball rolling in terms of my sexual abuse. Um, that sent me on a, a path in life that wasn't what my destiny you know, originally was, but once you get um, any kind of abuse like that, there's studies that say it changes everything about you. Yeah, um, it changes even your cellular, the way your organs work, everything. But you end up having a wound, and okay. in that wound, you go through life trying to fill that wound. with several different things. And some things look really good to society. They could be being very successful, being a workaholic, Mm -hmm. perfectionist, being an overachiever, which I did all those things, but I also did the things that didn't look so good to society, like um, alcohol and drugs and men and shopaholic. And I mean, literally I think I tried everything to try to be okay. Um, And none of it worked. So Eventually, I met Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and um, he took me on a path of showing me how to get true healing, which was only comes from him. And um, once that happened, I was just so grateful to finally have found the answer that I um, just started serving him. And about 16 years ago, he led me into serving him in the way that he had healed me. So I started focusing on um, survivors of, and some people would say thrivers. Um, They'd correct me for saying survivors, which is fair. Um, thrivers of sexual abuse. Um, And when I first started, I thought they would be people that were kind of more like me or my story. Um, You know, the stepfather, the teacher, the coach, the priest, the, you know, all those stories that you hear. Yeah. And a lot of times that's a lot of times that's um, comes from a place of perversion, Um, but it can come from other things, you know, power and stuff like that as well. Mm. But I was serving over the years. um, The Lord started sending me also um, people that had been trafficked and so then I went down that road of understanding that additional wound of the trafficking and what they go through and how to help them heal and then as I continued through the last 16 years he started sending me ones that had been ritually abused um which there's a sexual element to that
2: yeah and I think probably that is something I mean, I I think people are more aware of the familiar um, abuse, you know. So coming from acquaintances, family um, that that have abused you as a, a, a child, or um, at some point in your life, somebody that you know, and then the trafficking is now just coming to really more mainstream awareness, um, of how prevalent that is. Um, and, and they might have like a picture of that. And, and I want you to kind of explain that a little bit more. And then the ritualistic, uh, abuse is, I think less, lesser known of Mm -hmm. what really that is and what it's where where it's happening um why it's happening and how people are being able to get out of it um and what how that is even different than the other two so if you could kind of unpack those three differences um i think that would really be (laughs) enlightening you know to our audience that maybe is not um
0: fully aware of the three different types. Absolutely. Well, and I would tell you, um, when I started this 16 years ago, no, very few people wanted to talk about, wanted to recognize, mm-hmm. wanted to face just sexual abuse. It was yeah. something that was very swept under the rug. So we've come, you know, a pretty good ways there. Um, but there was a time when that was hush, hush. Don't talk mm-hmm. about sweep it under the rug we don't you know keep it behind closed doors whatever yeah um it just look at the progression here so and then trafficking is a little bit you know it started becoming more to light in the last few years um sound of freedom i think did a decent job like waking some people up that had no idea but it also kind of put an emphasis on international Trafficking in the far reaches in the third world countries, you know, and you have to be a superhero to go help somebody, which is you couldn't be for. I mean, that does happen, but it's in our backyard. We are actually the belly of the beast. We are the biggest consumers and the biggest suppliers, and so that's what we have to start realizing right now.
2: And the other and, thing, and mm-hmm. before we go um, too far, let's let's kind of focus on that a little bit more. So. Um, can we talk about how are they, what, what should we do as far as warning people on how they are coming to be calm victims of trafficking? You know, like what happened? I mean, I'm sure it's some form of kidnapping, but what, like from, from what and where and how, and, um, so that people can be on alert and,
0: and be aware of, of this? Well, okay. So that's a question that would take a long time to answer. I'm going to skim over it, but I will mention that the conference that's coming up October 20th through 22nd, Mm -hmm. we're going to get into big details on all of that. Okay. Yeah. There are several different ways. Um, people would be shocked at the amount of ways and the infiltration that has happened because it's everywhere. There's generational families that literally, you know, sell their children, or this is part of their life. It's just, you know, they were sold and now they're sold and now they're sold and they're sold. Um, There's the typical addict that will sell anything and and addition their children. Um, But some of these people, especially when I talked about the familiar, these aren't just addicts or something. These are the pillars of our society.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, There is the internet luring there's the Romeo, which is a, a um, this typically happens more for the teens and 20s and stuff like that, where they act as if they're their um, boyfriends and then it switches, you know, they, they start to say, well, I really need help. I need help. help how can you help me earn money? You know, and it switches and they become their pimp. Um, there is some that do it because it's easy money in their mind, easy money. But the thing about this is, Nine times out of 10, if not more than that, the girls that would, or boys that would end up doing this would have been sexually abused younger in their life. Okay. So there's always something that's been, you know, broken open. Um, And a lot of them, if they, they have that much, well, you know, the stories are different, but depending, some of them don't know it's wrong because their dad has done it forever. Right. So they don't even know it's wrong.
2: So, is there there's trafficking where they consciously decided to do that um maybe um and then there's other words it's it's against their will like they yeah they they are taking somewhere away from their family and they didn't realize what they were getting into um
0: correct there are yeah there's several several different types i mean there's unfortunately even selling little children in auctions
3: Mm.
0: and um i mean i hate to say it but babies and there's the pornography where they put them you know sell them to do you know pornography um it's just there's a a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. Mm. really um but probably and there's the border um but probably the thing i see maybe the most is I hate to say it, but um the families, the generational families, I mean, there's you know, some of this starts to get deep if people don't understand it, but there's bloodliners and they try to keep the blood pure and you know they build up iniquity and there's all kinds of crazy wow. stuff going on. and the, the thing is we have to we have to look at this. I mean, you think I want to look at it? No, I'd love to be, you know. <laughs> off on a beach or something but we can't keep doing that because um it's taken over our society it is it's it's in our backyard it's taken over our society and people it might not realize it but it really is because it's kept in secret there's a lot of secret societies and they they keep it secret um as much as possible but the lord is shining a light on it Mm -hmm. and um there's, you know, people out there on the, the front lines that are doing everything they can to try to shine a light on it, even more so, um, as I mentioned, the movie that was out that at yes. least brought consciousness that this is happening somewhere, but we really have to realize how big and prevalent it is in the U.S.
2: And now you're learning a lot of this from the the women who've escaped it and have come for, for help and to recover and to escape it and to heal from it. Um, can you tell us like how that has um, been brought to you and, and what you've uh, yeah. learned about that from that okay. process?
0: So first of all, let me just say that um, it's males as well. Yeah. It, it's okay. about 60,
3: 40%. Mm.
2: Um,
0: 60% women, 40% men. Yeah. Um, statistically, it's one in three girls have had some kind of molestation and one in six boys. Um, the thing is, but those are what is reported. And next to nobody reports because there's always an element of manipulation in there um, that could range anything from, well, you liked it, you know, it was your fault that you wanted it or to, um. Will kill your family. They'll take you, you away from your mother or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll know, be reported to uh, CPS and be taken. And there's just a lot of manipulation there, mm-hmm. and these children—they don't. Some of them don't even know if it's right or wrong. They're just children. I oh, um, think
2: it's something else going on, and then next thing they know, they're they're away from their family. They didn't even know that they were being lured.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times they're um, made to believe that, that this is love that that is what love is. Mm. So, um, but, you know, we have to remember their children. They don't know, right? And even as they get older, though, like, again, they usually have gotten sexually abused younger, but even as they get older, there's such a desire for acceptance and love that a lot of the, you know, teens or 20 years old or whatever falls um, falls for the the Romeo who makes them believe that it is love mm. so love is the key thing everybody wants love and unfortunately the enemy enemy and who those who um are on his team use that to manipulate
2: so you were talking about the families where it's generational um have mm-hmm. you had some of those kind of break from that and come to you and how do were how they able to break free of that since it was such a strong family hold on that whole thing
0: okay so um i'll answer both questions because i didn't answer the other one earlier but it will lead into this one okay Um, so i was when i first started 16 years ago i ministered primarily um with a ministry for 10 years that closed down and that was about five years ago or so and so when um when they closed down people kept coming but I didn't have a place. I was going to the churches. The churches were not, um, opening their doors. I'd go to fivefold ministry. They weren't opening. Nobody was opening doors. So finally, you know, there was a phase where I would minister to people in my car and parking Mm lots, and parks and, you know, any place I could find a place. So eventually the Lord, um, led me to get and get a small office. Uh, this was four years ago and now it's, it's grown since then, but from day one, I, there was hundreds of people coming because there's such a need for it. I mean, people that have been on the forefronts of this estimate there's millions and millions of people that um, this has gone gone on. Not, and I'm not talking about just the sexual abuse, the much more extreme stuff that I'm talking about. Okay. So um, as they were coming... Um, the first time one came that was on the extreme because trauma to me and sexual abuse is kind of on a ten- continuum or a spectrum, yeah. And okay. on the extreme, when they first started coming, you know, I was like, What is going on? and what am I supposed to do about it, right? Because it was <laughs> much more extreme. So, I um, this was around t- uh, 2014. I was looking for somebody to help teach me um, and I could only find one person and she was having a um, a training in Oklahoma. So I took off out there and went and I, I sat under her and it was like drinking from a fire hose. She had been yeah. a survivor who had come out of it and gotten healing, but okay. she was the only one I could find. Um, so at first it was quite overwhelming and I just tried to learn and kind of you know kept going um but it was a few years later that the lord started it's a little bit before when i got the office um the lord started sending the most extreme those who had been in those bloodlines those who have been um purposely um exploited traumatized fragmented um just they were
2: they were born and raised to do that right
0: i mean is what you're much. saying Well, I mean, everybody's story is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, They get a hold of them in all different ways. Like some are, in, some some become breeders. They literally have that. That's their job to breed more children to um, some come over the border. Some, you know, there's just, uh, they find some in the foster care system. They find some on the streets. They find there's all kinds of ways, unfortunately. So they, um, you know, they purposely, um, traumatize them in the most severe ways. Like you wouldn't even be able to think it up. Like I'm never ceased to be amazed at the evil and the ways they think it up. Um, but what they're doing is they're, they're looking for certain people with certain gifts and certain bloodlines. And this just kind of folds into, um, really uh, the end time end time wars and i'm not saying end time of the world end time of a, a season of age um that the enemy is trying to build an army and this is probably getting deep for your audience but you know our slogan at warrior bride ministries is i won't be quiet so you can be comfortable because yeah. you have to you have to face this we have to face this um they are literally training them and um Given them jobs. And a lot of the stuff that you see happens out there, a lot of them would would fall under this category, like Black Lives Matters, or, you know, some of, if you look at some of the different shootings that have occurred, and when you talk to the people afterwards, the ones that did it, they'd be like, the guy, you know, was perfectly, he was like a great guy, had no um, no record, no, prior. no disorder, this, and then he's back to normal again. Well, that's all the work that they've done. Um, for these things. And so, even though this is like intense and deep and all of that, it has to be faced. And the thing is, there is victory, but there's only victory in Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because he is the one that um, overcomes. He overcame and he is overgun- going to overcome um, this battle that we're in. And it's a battle that starts with our children because if they can get them early that they can fragment their mind before age eight and they can do all kinds of things to them when they fragment their mind. So, and I know this is probably too deep for most people, but I just, we just have to face it though. We have to face it and you have to be like, okay, what is she talking about? She sounds kind of crazy. We'll look into it. Um, dissociative identity disorder is in the psychology manual. Um, the AM APM or whatever it is, the psychology manual. I mean, it is a real thing and it's dissociation is something that the Lord gave us. Uh, and when he created us so that when we went through trauma, if it was too much Mm -hmm. that it just could break off and go behind an amnesic wall and Mm -hmm. we could keep, well, the problem is the enemy has kind of hijacked that and purposely trauma traumatized and broke off these pieces and that's where he does his his work so but all of it includes some form of um sexual abuse sexual exploitation whether it be i mean they the list is long like they're they're greedy too so of course they're having them um traffic for money or you know run drugs or it just depends on what their job is what the job they gave them mm-hmm. um but definitely everything has an element of sexuality because that's the most precious thing to to um yahweh is the purity of marriage and birth and life and children you know they're all the most precious thing to him and so the enemy um definitely you know corrupts it
2: he wants to go after that yeah.
0: yeah yeah so the the thing is is um the world is different than we thought <laughs> and You know, I think that probably um, a lot of your listeners are looking to ascend to be, you know, as pure and as light as possible. And that is all great because we should. We should be more and more like him, which he is pure light and pure love. But the thing we want to watch is doing it in a legal way because the spirit realm is very legalistic. And if we do it in a way that we're trespassing and not a way that, um is the right way to ascension um we could very well be partnering with the enemy without knowing it because that's part of what they do with this whole when they fragment because they do a lot of astral projection and stuff like that and it can seem really cool because what they're doing is they're trespassing into other realms in the heavenlies which they're not supposed to be in until they get there the right way through yes. him he is the door but they're doing it in other ways. And um, it can seem really good until consequence time comes because if you're trespassing, you know, there can be consequences when you get caught and that might sound really crazy, but you know, hopefully somebody will hear this and they'll listen. And then when they experience something, they'll be like, Whoa, wait a minute. I think I heard something. What is this? You know, Mm -hmm. because we have to just start speaking about it. We have to be okay with sounding like really out there or really, different um, because it's the truth mm-hmm. and hurting our children that's the thing it's it's about the children
3: so
2: you had um so you said there was another level that's ritualistic mm-hmm. um so uh can you tell us like what what that is exactly so that people can see like how dark this is really getting
0: okay well some of it i just alluded to a little bit there Mm -hmm. um yeah i i did allude to some of it so basically they want to get their hands on the children and then they test them and they're looking for certain things they're looking for certain giftings. they're looking for certain blood um and when they find like the gifts they want the blood they want and all that well in the testing some will test that they don't have that and then they're expendable and then they could be you know sacrifices and rituals but the ones that do have what they're looking for then they um that's when they start training them, fragmenting so, them and
2: you know So, what are they looking for i mean you said they're looking for a certain bloodline or blood type or is that bloodline
0: a bloodline like um there's certain families. There's certain blood that um, they try to keep the the blood pure as what they consider pure, you know, in the, in the bloodline, in the royalty in their mind, and it can go all the way back to um, Egypt. Mm. The different, um, you know, it really all can go all the way back into the Bible and the bloodlines of not the not the bloodline we would want if we're followers of yeshua but the other bloodlines because back then there was i mean the same stuff is happening back then it, it goes all the way back then okay. it's just a think a lot of people don't understand you know don't read the bible or they don't understand it or they think that it's um for way back then you know that it doesn't exist now
3: mm-hmm. but really
0: stuff has has existed it always has existed um secrecy is one of the ways they've con- been able to continue but the lord is shining a light on it and yeah. that's why we see this a little bit more and more and more like probably some people have heard a little bit about ritual abuse um where not long ago nobody probably did um so there's it's starting to become a little more and more known um a lot of survivors are starting to wake up um i think partially because when the Nazis came over here, the Nazi scientists, they came over and experimented on mind control and stuff. So this was in the, um, what, the sixties or so. And so a lot of them now are starting to kind of get to an age um, and there's different ages. I guess a lot of what they were doing, they thought wouldn't break down, but it's starting to break down, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, And so in the breakdown, you have to address it. Like if you're around anybody and that's breaking down, you have to figure out what's going on um, right. in that you start to uncover as you walk them through their healing, you start to uncover what they went through,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
0: what they were made to do, what, um, the plans are, you know, there's a lot of people's names mentioned. And for the record, I'm not saying anyone's name,
2: right. Um, mm-hmm.
0: you know but, um, they, you know, they start to get their memories back and they're in the system starts breaking down. And so that's where you can start helping them walk through it and heal from that. And so there's probably going to be people on here that goes, you know, oh my gosh, somebody understands because they've been very lonely.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of them have been, um, when they tried to get help, you know, they go to the church, the church rejects them. Um, If they go to the hospital, the hospital drugs them and puts them in the psych ward Um, or they're out on the streets, you know, they don't want to be do either one of those so they take off to the streets and, and, but then there's some that their system is still working and it's working well and they've climbed the ladder of all the different spheres of our society and that's why we're seeing um, a lot of things that don't make sense
2: have they ever tried to go to, um, the police or any sort of justice to try to infiltrate this?
0: Yeah. This
2: abuse and this
0: system that's doing all of this. Right. So, probably as I mentioned, it's been infiltrated in all parts of society. Mm -hmm. So you're taking a gamble when you go, like you might hit a good one or you might not hit a good one. It might backfire on you. Mm -hmm. Um, there are different, people that have tried to go down this road it's a very it's a very hard road to heal number one but then on top of it to go through the court system where they're really looked at as the enemy as the um it's almost like they have to prove that they are not victims i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's not in their favor um so some of them some people um you know the lord has equipped to do that and some have tried um, most of them have had to write lots of books. You know, Kathy O'Brien would be one, um, just to explain what what happened to them when they tried to go mm-hmm. to the court system. So it's definitely a broken system. Um, but ultimately, you know, let's remember that they were children. And I get people from age two to 80. So it's it's all over the board, but it always usually it's rare that it doesn't start very young. Okay. Okay. So they were children. So um, what all they really want, like there are studies that if a child doesn't uh, attach, have a healthy attachment to somebody when they're young, they'll die. Right. Yeah. Like that attachment is so important. So they really manipulate that. First of all, they, they do crazy stuff to manipulate that because that attachment being broken is one of the biggest traumas ever it's it's harder than physical abuse it's harder than anything when you break from the heart the attachment especially um you know a child with a mother or somebody that they believe is the mother because half the time it isn't the mother
2: so so what what, get can you give an example
0: of what they're doing um sure they have some people i mean i don't want to go too deep on it but um they have people like they will take the child from a mother and then put it with somebody that is high up or mm-hmm. something that will, that will be believed to be the mother as they're being raised, but there's like abuse in it. There's never any real love. There's, um, you know, continuous abuse. You're stupid. You're now. Nah, you're all, busy, whatever. Um, it's just continuous abuse. Um, and it comes in all kinds of crazy forms that abuse, But, um, really all, and part of the healing is, is all they really ever wanted was love. Right. Real love.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Real love, real love. So, you know, the body of Christ, the church should be rising up and giving love to these survivors and, and thrivers. Um, but I can't say that they are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened to say that. There's very few that actually is, are willing to, to do this, um, which is really sad. But they have to, the children, the ones that have gone through this, have to realize that there is real love, good love, human love, along with that Yeshua really loves them. Because they believe, and when I say Yeshua, for those who don't know, that's Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I say those I say it that way because there is a fake one and they've used the fake one um, to make the child the victim believe that the true one doesn't love them and isn't going to save them isn't going to help them so that's Mm. another mind you know another way they manipulate
3: Mm.
0: Uh, but all they really what they need to realize is that there is true love that this world can be good um there are good things in it and that he is good because Right now they've seen nothing but evil, primarily. So they will dissociate a lot and astral project out of the body because this world doesn't look good. This world has hurt them. Yeah, they want to escape
2: the physical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So a big part of it is real um, helping them see that there is good, there is real love and he is really real love and he never left them or forsake them. It's just that things are different Than most people believe most people believe that he has a magic wand and just goes like this well that's not true um there's a lot of legalities he gave us free will free will overrides everything even if that free will has been manipulated it's still legally um the choice of whoever and what they'll do is in the trauma they will um they will have them make a deal like the trauma will stop if you reject yeshua and if you say yes to the enemy basically and so there's a whole thing that goes on there and it gets really deep and there's a lot to
2: this probably I mean, a lot of blackmail, um programming right well, yeah there's
0: just so much to it but ultimately people just have to care enough about our children because there is something you could do. Like maybe you're not called to do what I do and walk through all this. Although I do believe there are ones out people out there that are. Yeah. Um, but maybe you're not. But maybe you're called to be a friend because they need a Maybe you're called to teach them life skills because half the time they don't know life skills. They don't know how to take care of their bills. They don't know how to clean the house. They don't know how to groom themselves well or whatever. Um, maybe you're called to disciple them um you know go for walks with them or or just
2: teach donate, donate donate mm-hmm. um clothes yeah. and yeah um now how how are they escaping
0: this situation um in order to well, find you right so there's a lot of different ways i have people that run from them um and leave the state and come here i have people that um let's see i'm trying to think some have jumped out of cars um some you know they get get, some of them get to an age where they just have that freedom where they can go but they think at that point that they're programmed enough where they can still manipulate them and make them Mm. you know um sometimes some may have planned their escape for a while. Um, I mean, I've, I've had all kinds of stuff. Some have seen an opportunity at the hospital or whatever and took off running. Um, some jumped out of the car. Um, some have been adopted and then the, the adoptive family brings them because they're like, something's wrong here. Um, you know, there's just a lot of different aspects. There's just a lot of different avenues. I mean, at a certain age, um, you can be hard to keep down if you want to if you want to leave, you know mm. um, and so so,
2: how did the adopted families uh, come to a, a child that was were they discarded by the system or ran away? And then, I mean, how did they get into the adoption system?
0: Well, everybody's story is a little different, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's just a simple adoption they adopted them but already some stuff has occurred Mm -hmm. um because you know if anybody looks at the statistics of how many children cps loses you got to raise some eyebrows there um i don't know all the stories about exactly how they, you know just i just think different scenarios really sometimes they're adopted and then they see something that's happened to the child.
2: Oh, I see. Cause the, the adoption would have become from more of the familiar, maybe something that happened into the family, not necessarily someone who's being in a, a, a traffic system.
0: Not necessarily. Um, if you're an orphan basically, mm-hmm. or in foster care and you're young, like anything that happened to you, like, you know what I mean? Especially there's some people that Mister missed two were children in the streets of India wandering, you know? Um, so it just depends. And some, you know, with the CPS uh, system, the foster care system, that's not always a good thing. Well, probably rarely a good thing. I know there's some good people there, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that some of those families don't have the children's best interests at heart they're not doing it for the children right They're doing it for the money or they're part of something mm-hmm. and then that gives by and then you know if the children whatever end up moving because they move them around a lot for various different reasons and there's all different ways to get a hold of them unfortunately now are
2: there any telltale signs of um people have been going through this maybe like a a teacher could recognize um a, a child that may be suffering from this um or a family yeah. doctor
0: or something like that that um right so we do actually have um the ministry that i was ministering with before in the past they actually did do physicians power to protect and it's a um a whole program and mcg has some doctors go through it i mean that's getting picked back up we'll see where that goes Mm -hmm. um and the doctors i mean there's all kinds of physical um things that you can look at with the teachers usually i mean there's so many different things you can look at it just depends like i i've heard of some that um the color red triggered them and once you explored, well, it was the blood that would happen when things would happen. Mm. Um, if they're dissociating, that's a good sign because they're, you know, spacing out and they're going into a, another world because this world was not kind to them. Um If they're overly sexual, um, because that's all they know, you mm-hmm. know, they, they think that they're being loving kind because that's what happened to them. So they would, you know, be, maybe touching or doing something like that. Okay. Huge huge sign.
2: So maybe inappropriate behavior that seems a little off, perhaps. Because, you know, I think that, I mean, it's, it's sad that our teachers are having to be put in these situations. And if they don't realize that a child's being traumatized at home this way, um you know and school is almost their escape and to not be traumatized there and shunned and you know as well um or being thought that they're being um uh not a proper student um that they would like for them to be um to maybe recognize okay maybe we need to help this child instead of punish them you know sending them to the corner them, you know send them to detention send them to the principal's office maybe some attention needs to be brought to this right. child in some way i mean i don't know i mean what would what are your thoughts on that well
0: certainly the ones that are more obvious it would be good that we would notice that like if they're withdrawn if they're you know startled easily if they're triggered if they're um made fun of because usually you know you might withdraw um if you're always sexual if you um you know look like you're not being um kept well like kept you know groomed and kept well those are all signs but What I don't want anybody to realize, those are kind of the easy ones in my book to point out. Mm -hmm. But what we don't realize is a lot of people, and this gets into the the extreme side, but um, I guess the thing is some of them look really good on the outside. Remember I said with the whole, you know, training, and some of them um, have a lot of um, giftings a lot of intelligence, a lot of really high intelligence, uh, a lot of really good at certain things. Um, so some of them can look really good on the outside. Mm-hmm. So I say that to
2: like, Don't- like hyper-functioning.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So what can we do for them? Um, so they're they're probably not even be helped at all because they're very difficult to recognize they're or more, they're more or less praised for being who they are. You know, they're, they're gifted, they're, uh, overachieving. Um, but sometimes people are like that just naturally and there's nothing going on at home. Um, so it, it is it more of less educating them that, okay, here's someplace you can go if, if this is something that you've been Exposed to or you have dealt
0: with, here are some resources for you. Yeah. So I think, in terms of like if we're focusing on school or really anywhere, I mean, education is going to be a huge thing in terms of prevention,
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: letting everybody know what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Like, first, we have to educate ourselves so that we can educate them because we have to understand the ways of the enemy and we don't. In general, we don't at all, mm-hmm. um, or that we have no idea. We're just like getting beat up. <laughs> um, so we have to wake up. We have to get educated. That's one reason I'm doing that conference on the weekend, October 20th through 22nd, to really educate what's really going on. So then we can start taking over society with education and, and saying, like, if this somebody approaches you with this, this is not right, this is what you do if somebody wants to do this and and there's so many things that we can, you know, again, if you go to the extreme, there's so many things and it's infiltrated all our society. If we start making this where it's not like, I don't don't want to hear it. I can't look at it. I can't, whatever. And we, and and it comes to the light, then the darkness has to disperse. Right. But we be willing to do that. You
2: know, I think that a lot of what's going on these days is, in so many different aspects, you know, we've been in a dark room and finally the sun came out and the sunbeam came into the room and you can see all the dust and all the cockroaches. And you're like, Oh, it's really dirty in here. And you didn't realize how dirty it was until the light shone shined on Mm -hmm. it. And so Mm -hmm. now light is getting shown on so many different things. And it now Now we can go, oh, well, we got to clean this up. We got to dust. We got to get rid of the cockroaches. We got to, you know, get this Mm -hmm. all because the the light's going to stay.
0: Yes. Yes. And we have to look under the rug because some of the obvious stuff is just the surface. Mm -hmm. We need to see what's really going on, what the root is. That's what I work on is getting to the root. Because if you get to the root and pull that out and heal that, then the rest can... be healed but if you just keep putting stuff on top of the root Mm -hmm. it becomes like weed and it still strangles
2: yeah it's still gonna keep popping up um so tell us a little bit more about this conference that's coming up you know where when what's it
0: about what what are you trying to achieve with it um it's october 20th through 22nd um this will be our third annual one and what we'll be having is really the forerunners of um, all, a lot of what I talked about, and we'll be going much deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be there all talking. Um, I don't know exactly how many we'll have yet, but about 10 different speakers. Uh, we'll try to hit several aspects, everything from um, the rescuing, um, the borders, um, the healing, the mind control, the programming, like hit all of it um to really kick off kind of what we're talking about the fact that this has got to be looked at and not only looked at we have to do something about this you know to me this is religion that is pure scripture says the religion is, that is pure is taking care of the widows and orphans there is no more orphans and half of them are widows at, at a certain point or you know because they have handlers and then the handlers leave them and that's a whole nother story but um this is the orphan and the widow in my opinion Mm -hmm. yeah some other some other ones like that that would fit under that but this is a big bulk of them and this is religion that is pure
2: now is this going to be a a
0: virtual it's going or in person in person um, I may end up doing a um, live stream as well. I have to try to find somebody to help me do live stream.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so if there's anybody out there that wants to volunteer, you could come for free if you do that part. <laughs> um, and I should mention at Warrior Bride, we do not charge anybody. Um, we function off of um, donations, off love offerings, off of the Lord moving hearts for those who that's their call is to support us who are doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm there really, this is a 24 seven job because they're so needy. Um, but I'm there at least Monday through Friday, um, nonstop, like one appointment after another, after another um, we try to hit things, mind, body, spirit, soul. So um you know, if you can imagine, not only is their spirit crushed and that's where the root and all is, but also their body has been beat up. Yeah. And so we try to, you know, they come with big bags of, of drugs. Um, and we, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell them anything, but naturally as they meet the love and they, and somebody who cares for them and, and walks them through stuff, all of a sudden the, the meds aren't needed. Right. Right. And yeah. And then, um, so we do, Natural stuff. We um, try to promote all natural, clean. Um, but we have a biocharger. We have scanner. Um, we have a chiropractor that specializes in releasing a body memory because uh, oh, nice. the body is poor. So he has a lot of the trauma stored in there. Uh, we have counselor. We have DBT classes, uh, and this is all in general volunteers that like. Okay, I'll do DBT classes. Okay, I'll do see. I'll do this. I'll do that. So that's what we also need is people that, um, whatever the gifting is, whatever your, your thing is, if you would be willing, um, to, you know, make a space for them, like I'll for an hour once a week or an hour, once a month we'll do, and it can be online. It can be in person too. If you're in the Atlanta area, either would way, they do like a mm-hmm.
2: sponsoring
0: a person. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So many of them, I actually have a, a long list, a waiting list for people that want to come, but they don't have the finances. Mm-hmm. I actually just put together a um, campaign to try to get some sponsors for them. Cause I just feel so bad when they're, you know, I have people that um, we have people that I do online with, cause there's not enough of these ministries around the country. right? And, you know, this one my lady said to me, if I come down there, would you hug me? You know, and I'm just like, oh my
1: gosh, oh, like,
0: you know, like a hug, you know, like, would you hug me? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like nobody's there hugging her. Like, just give her a hug. Somebody give her a hug. Yeah. You know, it's just so sad. I mean, they really just need to be loved. It's, it's so just, sad. They need a hug. <laughs> they yeah. know. It's much more complicated than that, but really, yeah. ultimately, oh, yeah. they, you know. Um, so what what would
2: it cost to sponsor say a person to i mean would well, it be like a monthly thing or i mean I, I maybe don't have it set up but i mean is there like a approximation of like if somebody wanted to give a monthly gift
0: what yeah, would cover I, like one person i hate that they're just putting that together right now um trying to remember i'm not the one doing that i think it was I think they did it like monthly and then annual. I, I want to say it was like in the like 2000 ish for a month. Like if you did like the whole rent and food and all that, and then times it out for a year, it was something like that.
3: Mm. Um,
0: but even if they want to sponsor a month, you know, it's again, if, if we don't charge because these people are often too broke,
3: yeah. um,
0: you know, broke and broken, um, anything helps put it that way and so also the conference not only is this a big educational thing this is um you know in theory um a fundraiser okay
2: so they they will have access to sponsor their um or to you know give their heartfelt donations at the conference but you're you'll accept that
0: anytime oh yes yeah right. and it's a dinner too at the conference there's like saturday night is a dinner mm-hmm. but um oh yeah you, you just go to um www.warriorbrideministries.org okay. mm-hmm. or it's www.wbmga so warrior bride ministry org. either way and there's a donation button and there's all different ways you can do it um So right now we're primarily outpatient. I do help two different um, people with the rent, um, which is something we can do. But I also have just put together a proposal. I'm trying to go to the next step and have um, like a quadruplex or for starters, where I can put them, you know, while they're getting their healing. Yeah. And then ideally down the road, we get some land with some um, tiny homes and stuff where they could be and oh that would be a great there's so many there's There's really more than you can even imagine so many of of these survivors that are just like Uh, re-victimized
2: had you ever thought of maybe getting some items for people that can donate to auction off Um,
0: yes absolutely
2: at the conference do you have that going on yeah
0: yeah we're actually um right now what we're trying to do and this is not me either i don't handle this part but start an online auction so that we can um try to run as much as possible and then like at the end of the conference the winners are the winners and i know that there's like a jet ski that's like a ten thousand dollar jet ski that um you could probably get for three 000, four thousand you know what i mean yeah you can get a really good deal on and then there's um of those fire pits where the smoke doesn't come out i forgot what they call them yeah like a, just, like, like a tabletop uh, uh it's that new kind of thing it's a gas. That, it's some new thing that's out like the last few years oh okay and i don't know i can't remember the name but anyways there's been a few things donated
2: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> and, i mean if anybody else wants to donate um you know they can go to the warrior brides and reach out to you and say hey i'd like to donate Uh, something for your, for that. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can donate. Um, So you can go to the warriorbridesministries.com, see how you can help, Um, reach out to Kelly and say, you know, what can I do? How would you like my help? And just kind of, you know, personalize however you would like to um, help out.
0: And right now we're putting, um, we're just about to have the meeting for the volunteers for the conference. So if anybody wants to volunteer that way, um, give us a call as well. And we do need people um, to promote the conference. Mm -hmm. I'm so busy working with the clients that I have not really put myself out there just because I'm like so busy with it, but that kind of hurts you too, especially in this day and age, you really have to, so I'm having to, you know, start to do that. Is that but, uh,
2: on a, is that conference on a weekend,
0: a Saturday, Sunday?
2: Yes. And, and um, where?
0: There's a, there's a portion that's Friday, late Friday, but Saturday, Sunday, primarily, and Friday as well. But Friday is like almost more of a, um like a smaller with the speakers, have dinner with the speakers and the speakers will go, you know, you'll be able to really pick their brain and stuff like that. So what was that last question? Uh,
1: Where? in Georgia, are you having the physical conference? I know you said
2: you're going to do a live stream too. where? Kennesaw, Georgia. Kennesaw. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and what, what's it cost to go? Where can we get
0: tickets? So it's online as the same website. Uh, Um, you just hit events and then and then you'll see it and register and it's broken up. Um, the, the conference itself is
3: $79
0: mm. um, right now. It includes lunch. It will include s- some meals for like the next week or two. And then that will be cut off and, and that would be extra after that. So it's like mm-hmm. an early bird special. Um, and then if you do the um, dinner and I like the fundraising dinner, that was another hundred or something. Okay. So it just what you choose, but the main conference is 79 but there's some add ons if you want. Okay.
2: And is, if it's, uh, for the live stream and for them to attend that, is that more of a, is that a charge for that as well? Or is that more of a donation to watch or? So it
0: probably will be donation. Um, I haven't gotten that far with them yet. Actually, I have a meeting tomorrow on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's probably going to be donation love offering, but okay. um, that's not my lane either. So (laughs) my lane is the healing portion and then just kind of overseeing the ministry. (laughs) And that's more than I can handle. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Well, you're doing wonderful, wonderful work, Kelly. And I think there needs to be more Kellys like this around the world, you know, (laughs) Um, not just here in Georgia, but every state, United States and other countries and provinces and towns and cities. I mean, um, you know, we just need to l- rinse, lather and repeat on this. Um, and I know it, 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 it's not easy. I mean, what you're doing is not easy and it, it, you have mm-hmm. to have a calling for this and, and, and it's, I, I <laughs> you know, <laughs> for, for you to be going through this and I mean, God, bless you for um doing this work and being the angel that these these people have needed um mm-hmm. to heal and move on and have some sort of you know finally feeling love i mean i mean you've got love coming out of your pores <laughs> so um yeah i i i hope this inspires more and more people out there um if if they want to maybe start a new chapter of the warrior brides ministries i mean uh, the sky's a limit right um yeah. and-, well,
0: and let me mention um i'm putting this together i think what the lord's had me do in the last 4 years is try to see what not to do <laughs> and, <laughs> and what to do and um, my goal is um and i i think you know we're getting to the point we kind of got the picture um I've put this together as like a model so it can be duplicated because it really should be a minimum of one per state. It really should be more than that probably, but at least one per state. And um, also volunteers can be online. I have people that have been with me two years or maybe even longer at this point where they intercede during the sessions or they they could do some marketing, they could do some um, thank yous, they can do all kinds of stuff online as well so you don't have to live in Georgia
2: oh, what I did. yeah
0: administrative yeah. type stuff I mean oh, yeah I need so much of that I need accountant I need a lawyer I need like a lot all that stuff um so if you have something to give please please reach out and I did want to give my number if anybody wants to talk to me direct they could call 470-563 1971. So that's 4705631971. Uh is it okay for them to text you too? Not just call? Yeah, Yeah, I prefer text, but you can call. (laughs) Okay. So text
2: first. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh I'm I'm hoping that this will inspire a lot of people out there to to really see what's going on and and volunteer or donate in some form or fashion, you know, just reach into your heart and see what's leading you to help out in any way. Maybe, maybe someone in your area is doing this, or you would like to help Kelly, um, help to reestablish something like what she's got going here elsewhere and locally to you. Um, so, and I'm sure she'd be more than happy to guide you, um, in in whatever your heart is leading
0: you um yeah we do do um like church partnerships or business partnerships where i would come out and we would do a a training or a presentation to try to help people understand so we do have um have done several of those as well so we're available for that as well
2: awesome awesome well thank you so much kelly and Uh, I I hope that this conference is a booming success for you. Um, hopefully it'll help generate, you know, what you need to help heal these people and take care of them and get them back where they need to be in society and healed and on their way to, to loving life again. And, and, um, and then having more chapters like this somewhere, you know, spread this service, um, to all reaches, um, where people can find, you know, help and solace and, and, uh, solitude and love and yeah. So, um, wow, you've really opened, uh, a lot of people eyes today. I think, uh, yeah. we might be a little, uh, shocked too, um, because we just don't realize how rampant this problem uh, is and and it's going to take a bit to 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 correct it and eliminate it
0: it starts with just doing something okay like warrior bride is a space for you to do something and the the something all the somethings contribute to this we need to come together in unity and fight this we can't do it one-on-one like we can't do it like me taking it on or you know the other few people that i know that do it we can't we have to come in unity come together and and do this.
2: and if you are a victim of of any of what we talked about today um sexual abuse um in any form or fashion um feel free to you know check out the website or give kelly a call Um, so that she can maybe give you some resources and guidance on you know next steps possibly and so
0: yes we do um we do minister throughout really throughout the world but um mainly focusing on the U.S. just because the communication and all can get hard online and then ends up not working well um but online like you don't have to be in Georgia yes it's better if you're here in person there's an extra element of healing there but i've ministered to several several um you know huge percentage of hundreds really online as well so that does work as well so
2: well bless you kelly for for what you've been called to do and and that you you are marching forward i mean you are you're a warrior yourself you know so um, wow, you've got a humongous heart
3: oh,
2: and I'm so glad that you were able to come on and share this news, um, yeah. because it, it is not very mainstream. A lot of people aren't really wanting to hear this news. Um, it's, it's not pleasant, you know, and, but it's our responsibility mm-hmm. to do something about it in, in Absolutely. some form or fashion whatever you feel like you can do no matter how
0: small is something everybody can do something i don't care if it's give ten dollars a month whatever you know, it can add up everybody can do something donate uh, something yeah. yeah you can do you can do something pray you can intercede you can do something um and we need to do something and to me i believe that this is um Our modern day slavery and it's worse than even i don't know i won't even go there but it's really bad and if we just you know sometimes we say like well if i was there for the nazis and jews i wouldn't have turned well we are we're turning our head this is this is our modern day this is our battle and we are turning our heads and we have to stop it
2: absolutely absolutely well thank you again kelly for coming and um you guys definitely check out her website Um, search your heart to help in any way that you feel led to, and hopefully you can either attend in person, this conference she's got coming up in October, uh, either online or in person. And, uh, and if you felt feel led to doing what Kelly is doing, definitely reach out to her, call her, say, what can I do? How can I get started? So. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having me. God bless everyone.
2: Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell.
1: If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify,
2: Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel and if you want more, check down below for resources, courses and events or go to www.createhappynow.com.